0: Hey, all, this is Robert Rochelle with D3VBWest.com, and I've got another podcast for you. We're just, uh, what, four days out from the start of the 2019 season. And uh, I got it in my head. What I wanted to do was kind of look at the possible at large teams out there and see who's playing a tougher schedule, who's playing an easier schedule. Um, you know, how do those schedules differ? If I looked at you know, who's, who's got the tough ones, who's got the easier ones, how do they, they really differ? Well, in the process of doing that research, um, our good buddy Ned out of New England, he's, he's someone that will chime in on the comments uh, of our posts every once in a while on uh, the d3vbwest.com website, and, and Ned uh, sent me a, uh, some information on what he calls QWI or Quality Win Index. And uh, he'll post some of that on Volley Talk, by the way, which is a forum for uh, volleyball, and there's some D3 stuff on there. I mean, not a lot of D3 stuff, but there's a little D3 stuff out there. Ned's one of the contributors to that. Anyways, um, so what QWI attempts to do is kind of quantify um, how tough a schedule teams have played. And what Ned decided to do, um, independently of what I was doing, was kind of look. At the schools um, before before they start playing, look to see who's who's attempted to schedule a tough a tough set of games and who has kind of backed away on their schedule. So that's exactly kind of what I was looking at, and uh, he's given me permission to kind of use some of his information, and I'll tie it in with a little bit of mine. Um, So why is QWI important? Well, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's I don't know if it really is important, but it's interesting. It sure is interesting. Um, because you know the problems with it is that it's, it's when you're trying to quantify quality you have to first define quality and you know Ned kinda looks at the Pablo rankings to to set the bar with quality and you're gonna have people who have issues with that there really isn't a great way a single way to define quality and you'll see that when we go through NCAA selection time uh, what one person thinks is quality, another person thinks is trash. So I guess the first thing I wanted to look at were the teams that I kind of identified as possible at large teams. And again if you in my previous podcast I kind of went over a consensus um, consensus top 24 and I kind of went back to that and I looked at that and um, and then I also you know I looked at the teams, outside of the top 25 that Ricky did and I did and that the ABCA did and kind of picked and choose a few of them. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly not going to get them all. Uh, it, these aren't going to be the at-large teams, but a number of these teams are are going to be a player come November. And um, so, you know, what I, what I did is I started ordering them based on, um, you know, their schedules, as I as I was going through them, and then of course Ned came in and, and made it a lot easier for me, but so so one of the things I wanted to look at was was um, for instance Illinois Wesleyan, um, that's a that's a school that the AVCA has in their top twenty five. They're losing an awful lot. I don't think they're going to be an at large team this year. But what is amazing is if you you look at their schedule that they've they put together this year, and. And let me just read off a few of them. So they're playing Ohio Northern. They're playing Wittenberg. They're playing Calvin. They're playing Washington, St. Louis. They're playing Chicago. They're playing Carthage. They're playing Hope. They're playing Aurora. They're playing Stevens Point. They're playing Whitewater, St. Thomas, Eau Claire. And there's a couple others I skipped over as I went through that. But if if you go through that, I didn't count them. Two, four, six. That's, what, 10, 11 or so top teams in the nation that Illinois Wesleyan's going to be playing. And Ned has them actually as... Has them as the highest QWI score. And what I mean by that is what Ned has done is he's he's assigned his values, and the higher, he's saying that these are the possible points that a team can get. And the higher the score, the harder the schedule is. The lower the score, the easier the schedule is. Okay, that makes kind of sense. With Illinois Wesleyan, they had a potential QWI score of 92.75. So don't worry too much about what goes into the number. Just know that the higher the number, the better. Um, it, that ninety-two seventy-five is the highest. Zero would be the lowest that you could you could possibly get. So again, uh, what is this telling us? I, uh, Illinois Wesleyan, according to the AVCA, is a team that uh, that should should compete for their conference and or should compete for an at-large. I don't. Ricky and I don't tend to, to agree. But what they've done as a program is they've put together a really tough schedule. They've put the teams in front of them that if they go out there and beat, then yeah, that's going to happen. They're going to be in the NCAA tournament. Um, another team that I actually like, I think they're on my top 25, I'm not sure they appeared on anyone else's top 25, um, is Carthage. Um, so as I, oh no, okay, Ricky had them as well. So the ABC did not, but Ricky and I agreed that Carthage is a a good chance at a at a, um, a good season this year. So they actually had, according to Ned, they had the second toughest schedule. They had a potential QWI score of 92.50, 92.5. And let me read you off a few of these names. Um, they've got Whitewater. They got Concordia, Wisconsin. They actually play them twice. St. Thomas, Eau Claire. Um, they've got uh, well Illinois Wesleyan. They've got Chicago. They've got um, uh, Stevens Point, they've got Hope, they've got Calvin, they've got Aurora, uh, they've got a few others on there, but again, those lists of names are, are really, really strong. So where, I'm, where am I going with this? So um, I'll kind of go through a couple of the top ones, I won't I'll read all the names, but on the on the flip side of my at-large teams, or my potential at-large, team, or at-large teams, I had schools like um, uh, Springfield, Babson, and Franklin and Marshall. and um, Franklin Marshall of the at-large teams that I put together actually came in with the weakest schedule, um, that uh, according to Ned's uh, QWI score, and um, you know their schedule. Like if you look at the the tougher teams on their schedule, you're looking at teams like Mary Washington, um, you're looking at Clarkson, you're looking at uh, Brockport, um, uh, Genesio, uh, Juniata, Johns Hopkins. That's basically it. Um, so although you know, those are fine teams, Uh, you're looking at, you know, what is that, six teams, and just a few of those are teams that, you know, I would say have a slam dunk shot at making the NCAA tournament, maybe just one of those actually, Um, but a couple of them do have a chance as well. Um, When you compare that to what I read off for IWU or Carthage, it, it really doesn't compare, and, you know, it is what it is. You know the, the sad thing is this, this past year, Franklin and Marshall actually made the NCAA tournament in an at-large bid, and their, their quality of schedule wasn't much different. And so what we're seeing is that the NCAA selection committee doesn't really dive in too much um, in that regard. They look at strength of schedule, but then they don't really look at the strength of the teams, the regionally ranked teams that they play. And you know, I think that's a problem. But um, you know, maybe I'm in the minority. Um, You know, Babson, kind of the same thing. Um, They've got Genesio, they got Bowden, they got RIT, they got Coast Guard, Vassar, MIT, Endicott, Tufts, Middlebury, Springfield, Wesleyan. You'll notice that every team, if you're familiar with the teams, you'll notice that virtually every team I just listed was from the New England area. So Babson doesn't look like they're leaving. And playing anyone of quality, um, which which is unfortunate, and is one of the reasons why they've got one of the lower, you know, the lower uh, QWI scores from Ned, and one of the weaker schedules that I looked at as well. So, you know, as far as my research, I you know, I'll, let me dive into Ned's here in just a second, but um, you know, it's when you look at these teams, if I run down these at-possible at-large teams. And I'll run down uh, by toughest schedule according to the QWI scores. You had Illinois Wesleyan. You've got Carthage. Eau Claire comes in. Uh, S- uh, Stevens Point, Chicago, Aurora. Um, you've got um, uh, Trinity. Oh, uh, Gustavus. You've got Gustavus Adolphus. You've got Trinity. You've got Hope. You've got DePauw. You've got Cal Lutheran. You've got Washington, St. Louis, Carnegie Mellon, and Northwestern. Uh, those were all under... They were all within the top 50 of the Q- QWI scores of NET. So these, so what NET is saying, what I'm saying, is that all of these teams, which are potential at-large teams, I mean, they could win their conference as well. They're all playing top, top-level schedules. Um, looking between 50 and 100, uh, Minnesota Morris came in and uh, Birmingham Southern. So you know, Birmingham Southern's a team I really like. I actually have them ranked. I thought what they did at the end of last year was pretty spectacular. They're returning a lot of people, um, you know, and they're putting together a schedule that isn't a standout schedule, but at 85, it's it's not a sla- it's not a horrible schedule either. But it'll be interesting to see if that bites them. You know, uh, the standard to get a South Region team into the NCAA selection uh, through the NCAA selection committee, to me, is a lot harder than if Birmingham Southern was sitting in Massachusetts. Um, it would have been a lot easier then. Um, and we'll talk about that during the course of the year, or you can come to the website and see some of the examples that I've got for that, but uh, you know, starting at 100, going from 100 to 150, now we're seeing teams that you know mentally I'm saying, hey, these are going to be teams that are potential at large and they're not really putting a top 100 schedule together. And you're going to see this is where the New England teams come in. You've got Wesleyan, you got Bowden, you got Tufts, you got Wellesley. You, then you've got uh, John Hopkins out of the Mid Atlantic, and you got Springfield. Um, you got Babson coming in at 177, Franklin Marshall coming in at 178. We kind of talked about them. So, you know, just if I'm stepping back and I'm looking at this objectively, and if I buy into the QWI as a measurement of quality of a schedule, then you know I, I'm I'm going to be more inclined to favor those teams that are actually playing the tougher teams. You know, this is before any any balls been. Been spiked or any any serves been uh, been done, um, and, and I'm going to look a little more critically at the Franklin and Marshall's and Babson's and Springfield's and John Hopkins. Um, you know, that's just me. Um, it tends not to happen. I've got numerous examples on the website where that just does not happen. But um, I thought that was was interesting, and I thought I would I would bring that up today. So, all right, what am I about 11 minutes in already, and I haven't really gotten into Ned stuff. So let me let me do that. Oh, wait, I lied. Yeah, I'm sorry, I lied. Uh, before I get to net stuff, I did, because I don't think I made it very clear, you know, when I looked at these at-large teams, I kind of removed some teams that I thought were going to win the conference. So, like, for instance, the Johnson and Wales out of Rhode Island, um, I, they're not included in this um, just because I think they're going to win their conference. They're not going to be looking at an at-large bid. Um, that's why you don't see the CM, the claremont Mud scripps You don't see Colorado College. You don't see uh, some of the other uh, Juniatas, you don't see some of the other teams um, in here as well, but so I was kind of picking and choosing who I who I thought would 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 not necessarily win their conference, could, but uh, would be more inclined to be an at-large team. Okay, so that, just to clarify that, and uh, let's let's get on to some of the little interesting points that I saw in Ned's data. All right, what I wanted to do with Ned's data is first of all, highly recommend you go to Volley Talk and uh, he's got some of the information listed there in one of the posts. Um, You can always, if if you're a member, if you registered on Volley Talk, uh, you can uh, can email him through that and get the whole list. Um, So, but what I wanted to do is kind of read off uh, some of the top teams that he's got, regardless of whether I think they're at large or not, uh, as far as the schedule. So here here are the teams. Uh, Let me pick an arbitrary stopping point here. how about, uh, let me, won't bore you too much. All right, everyone who's got a QWI of um, 75 or higher. So, you know, I've talked about Illinois Wesleyan, Carthage, uh, Whitewater, Eau Claire, Stevens Point. You got Wittenberg, Elmhurst, uh, La Crosse. Uh, you got Chicago, Aurora. Uh, you got St. Thomas, uh, Minnesota, and you've got Millican. Uh, those are all schools. I don't know how many that is, but those are all your your, your top teams according to Ned, that have got the highest potential qwi um, you'll notice that um, you know the vast majority of those are are out of the the midwest um, uh, area uh, got some out of the central there as well um, actually it's, it's virtually all midwest one central and one gray lake as i look at his he's got the regions listed so um, just interesting you know the midwest does not shy away from mm-hmm. From playing a tough schedule typically, and 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 Ned Ned's backing that up. So, um, so but the one thing I wanted to do with Ned's data was kind of look at maybe some of the generalities, some of the just kind of look at things by region, and um, and uh, so you know one thing I did is I filtered on by region who had a top 100 schedule, um, and. And the West, despite the fact that I just read off virtually every Midwest team possible, the West had uh, 25 teams that had a top 100 schedule according to um, uh, Ned. The Midwest came in at 23, you had the Central and Great Lakes at 17, you had the South come in with 8, you had Mid-Atlantic and New York with 4, and you had the New York Region with 2. So, you know, what's interesting there is that the three largest regions in volleyball are Mid-Atlantic, New England, and New York. And they account for ten of the top 100 teams with the toughest schedule Um, you know and 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 I'll get on my soapbox again you know the right now the NCAA allows them to regionally rank more teams than any other region and quite frankly according to this data we've got three regions that get this added benefit that don't actually try to schedule tougher teams Um, so I guess you know, hey, great, great for them, I suppose. Um, looking at um, the top 100 teams at the end of the year by Pablo, so I mean, you could look at that and you could say, okay, well, yeah, maybe New England doesn't have you know a lot of top 100 teams. Um, you know, okay, so you know maybe that's maybe that's the case. So let's take a look at it. Um, the West and Midwest actually tied with 18. So that does kind of correspond with the toughest schedule. Um, now, that doesn't count UT Tyler, which, which left D3. So it would have given the West 19 teams. Um, you got the Great Lakes coming next with 17. That doesn't count uh, Thomas Moore, who's also left Division 3. You've got Central coming in at 13. And then you've got Mid-Atlantic and New England with 12 each. So I mean, New England's got 12 of the top 100 teams, according to Pablo. But you know they've only got four teams in that region that are playing a top 100 schedule. Okay, interesting, at least to me. Um, South comes in with six, and New York comes in with two. So the South has six teams in the top 100, but you've got eight teams out of the South playing a top 100 schedule. So, I mean, you know, that tells me you've got some teams there that are, that are trying, that are trying to improve their lot in life. And, um, you know, I'm not seeing it at some of the bigger, uh, the bigger regions, unfortunately. Um, you know, if I looked at, looking through his data, if I looked at uh, some teams... Um, that are trying teams that are maybe outside the top 100 that are playing schedules tougher than maybe uh, I don't want to say they should, but playing tougher than maybe their current potential of of, of beating are. You've got uh, you've got Platteville, uh, Wisconsin. Platteville, uh, they came in at 204 in the Pablo rating, but they've got a a 60.25 QWI score, which is really really good. Um, you got Hardin-Simmons, who comes in at 136 at the end of last year, according to Pablo, and they've got a QWI of 55.5. 5. Austin College is another one. They were 169, but they've got a schedule rated by Ned at 54.5. Uh, North Central came in at 238, um, but they've got, a, they've got a QWI score of uh, 53.5. And then the last one I kind of uh, jotted down was Linfield. Uh, they came in at 208 last year they've got a schedule also a 53.5. So, you know, these five schools, you, none of these, nobody's sitting at these, looking at these five schools and saying, hey, they're, they're at large teams. They've got the potential to be at large teams. Have, all five of these have got their, their warts to a certain certain extent. Um, a couple of these, number of these play in some really tough conferences, so I don't see them winning their conferences. Um, but what these schools are doing is they're, they're putting out a top flight schedule. And they're telling their players, this is the competition that you're striving to to play at that level. And they're telling future recruits, this is the level of play that we expect. Now, on the flip side, what I did is I I went to the bottom of Ned's list and I looked at, um, just started scrolling up and looking at. Where do I find a team that's in the top 100 according to Pablo last year, that that's running a that, that that's put together a weaker schedule, let's say? So the first team that I actually came across was McDaniel. They were rated 91 last year by Pablo, but their QWI is only at 13. So you know, if you look at Platteville, a 204 school, they're running a 60.25 score. McDaniel, you know, is is over 100 rating points higher on Pablo. And their schedule's at 13. You know, there's a lot of reasons for it. Uh, I don't know what McDaniel happens to be returning. They may be, or, you know, they may be rebuilding and maybe the, the travel budget's cut. I don't know. But, um, you know, to me, if you're, if you're good enough to be in a top 100 by any ranking mechanism, you want to keep pushing and you want to keep getting yourself better and better. Um, next school I came across was uh, Muhlenberg. Uh, they were 81 last year. They have a 13.5 QWI. Uh, McMurray out of the West was 68th, and they had a 16.5. Um, if, you, if you, you know, if you, if you read the stuff on my website, you know that I've been a little critical of McMurray, um, you know, on my site because yeah, I looked at their schedule and I thought that's just not that's just not going to do it. You're basically telling you're telling the NCAA that if we're going to make the tournament, we got to win the conference. And uh, in, in McMurray's case, you've got Mary Hardin Baylor, you've got UT Dallas, you've got Concordia. You've got schools ahead of you, or um, right with you, that um, they're going to make sure that doesn't happen. So, I I just I just hate good schools um, going into a season not giving themselves the best chance at an NCAA tournament spot. Um, keeping on, uh, Amherst came in at 42 last year. They have a 17.25. They're a New England school. You've got Albion at 94. They came in at 18.25. Uh, Franklin and Marshall who we've talked about, they were 81 last year, they had a 19.25 QWI and then Babson, again, we talked about them. They came in at 49 um, and uh, have a QWI of 19.5. So they were the highest, well, I guess uh, Amherst was. which kind of shows you some of the interesting things about Pablo and why people complain about does that really reflective of quality? You know, Babson uh, you know, won their conference and had a great run. Pablo had him at 49. you know, Amherst, um, didn't make the NCAA tournament, or, you know, and came in at 42, seven points higher. So, again, um, how you objectively define quality is is going to be, you know, always going to be a problem. Um, well, that's pretty much that's that's Ned's data. He's got it's a, there's a lot more. There's over 400 schools listed with with his QWI, and he's going to be putting that out. You'll probably see him update my site and update ricky's site with it in the comments i'll probably write an article about it at some point Um, but i kind of wanted to talk about it it kind of it meshed in very nicely with what i wanted to talk about and i hope it was um somewhat entertaining Uh, like i said at the top we've got four days before games Um, i plan on doing some podcasts uh, at least once a week um, trying to look at uh, some of the scores and some of the big games that, that happen nationally um I guess the the last thing I'll talk about before signing off is, you know, uh, you know, my leader in all of this, Ricky Nelson, he's got his site. Um, he covers the central and the the Midwest and uh, he's been very nice, I guess you could say, um, letting me know when I butcher all the school names that I do butcher and boy do I butcher them. Um but he's given me some some helpful hints there and, and if I butchered anyone's name today I do apologize. Um I, I, that's the one nice thing about being, being in the West is uh, the, the names tend to be a little more straightforward than, than what we see uh, out in the Midwest or uh, out in the East Coast. So, again, this is uh, Robert Rochelle with D3VBS.com. Come check out the website. Uh, subscribe to this if you liked it. And, uh, hey, volleyball in four days, guys.